This is Ian Dayborn on Cambridge 105 Radio. You can't miss it. It's a lot of blues and a lot of greens and a bright red zigzag up the side of it. Inside, you find all kinds of leaflets and posters which tell you about some of the local organisations involved and some of the people that we would like to signpost you to um, because they do things that benefit the planet. And it's all themed around our environment, isn't it? And and, and what's it oh, made yeah. of? The big installation, the one that jokingly today someone said looks like a giant handbag, um, <laughs> <laughs> is um, made from netting panels, which family members very kindly constructed for me, decorated with motifs of either leaves to indicate our concern for biodiversity around here or water drops in shades of blue because this area like several areas around Cambridge and Cambridge Shire have serious water stress issues which are affecting agriculture and the environment. Where do the frogs go if the ditches dry out? They're drying out. It's bad news for our ecosystems. So we've got those blue and green um, elements. But the really telling thing, Ian, and it was almost prophetic on our part, was that we put these red zigzags up the side to represent the rising profile of climate and temperature in this region particularly. And we didn't know when we started the project at Christmas that we were going to have a summer like this, which has made it very clear that our climate change concerns are evident now. After, as you say, the summer that we had and those boiling hot days in July, there is a lot more focus now, isn't there? People are really waking up and taking this thing Mm that people have been talking about for a long time, but they're taking it seriously. And it, it and it's been at St. John the Evangelist at Water Beach for some time. But um, oh, yes, yes. Uh, it, and it was to celebrate Creation Tide, I think, wasn't it? Tell me, tell me more about Creation Tide. What's that all about? Well, it's not a term so familiar, perhaps, to your generation and mine, but we remember harvest festivals, I think, yes. in our schools and places of worship. Uh, and I'm not ruling out that other world faiths also have celebrations of harvest uh, um, of, of different kinds. We walk alongside well, other world faiths in all of this. But now, because believers of all kinds of religions are saying creation is a gift, there's a a requirement for us who are trying to follow those paths to look after the gift. And the fact that we use netting this time is in itself symbolic of the interconnectedness of what we do and what the creation is. There's a connection between the fact that there are water, water drops, leaves, and some of the people involved have made mini beasts to show that there are all kinds of microorganisms or small creatures or insects or whatever that need that network 
of environment in order to flourish. So even the netting itself is symbolic. Can I tell you some uh, about another interesting bit of netting we've got involved in? Please, in this? please do. Yeah. Where would we come across netting most often at the moment? The chances are it's in food packaging, and a lot of that netting that we buy our citrus fruits or garlic in is non-biodegradable and actually it isn't really a thin plastic either and nobody wants to recycle it so it goes to landfill. What I invited the local youth project Water Beach Action for Youth to do was to collect samples of this netting and fix them together and make a big shape out of it which we could display and if you come to Water Beach at the moment you see there is one strange shape like a huge sail but it's made entirely from food netting. Yes we can use netting symbolically but we also need to think about our responsibility for whether we even purchase items in a non-biodegradable packaging. Your installation that's uh, now left St John's is available to other people to use. I think if somebody wanted to display it somewhere, just tell us how they would go about doing that, who they would contact. If you Google Parish Church of St John's Water Beach, that will take you to the parish website and you can put an email through that that will come to me. And we are very, very keen that these eight panels with the leaves and water drops on or the netting panel or the mini beast panel can all be borrowed by any community group in Cambridgeshire. We would be absolutely delighted. Or in, indeed, if you're if anybody is picking up Cambridge 105 over the borders, you know, uh, we're not fussy. It, we're <laughs> very pleased for you to borrow these and make use of them for decor, for establishing an ethos or um, an atmosphere that is environmentally friendly. And they could be used, these eight panels which are all approximately a metre, a metre and a half squared, would be really nice for a, a library event or to go into a concert, which was about, you know, the, the beauty, in English music about the environment. It could be used by schools that are wanting to have perhaps some um, field day or interest day. It could be used by day centres or elderly people who perhaps would like just a bit of different cheer, different interest, a different enjoyment, because there's a lot of fun getting up close and personal to these panels and spotting where some very interesting things are tucked in, like ladybirds, where you don't expect them. And I don't know whether I should say this over the air, Ian, but there are a couple of spiders. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to contact no. my friend Brian Eversham from the Wildlife Trust because he thinks spiders are, are great. And, and they are, of course, aren't they? Well, yes, I can only agree <laughs> with that. Angela, I think you'll have people queuing out of the door to get their hands on it. Thank you very much indeed for coming and chatting to me. And I'll give out all those details again in a moment of how people can borrow it if, if they would like to. That's lovely, Ian. Thank you. It's lovely to be on your programme. 
This is Ian Dable. Cambridge One.